I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, uh, this is episode five, isn't it? Yes, it is. Why am I saying that to myself? Fifan, the Outpitcher podcast, begins again. And we are now coming to you Live from London Town. <sighs> Too many people here. I um, I saw someone fall over yesterday, and uh, it took a while for people to pick them up. I think that's how busy people are. There is a an old saying that if you do fall over in London, people will just walk over you. That wasn't quite the case yesterday, but someone did fall over. And yeah, they um, they took a while picking them up. That's all I'll say. So if you get knocked down, get up again. Um, I'm in a brilliant mood. I'm recording this in my friend's house. It's in Camden. Um, I'm using um, new equipment. I bought the smallest microphone known to humans. Basically... If you were to watch a interview with two mice, they would probably hold this microphone. One of them would just hold it in their paw. Um, I don't know how that works. Does it actually work? Could a could a, a mouse hold? Can they hold? They hold cheese, but cheese is kind of easy to hold, really, isn't it? You know. Um, although never used in sport, you know, you never see like. The che- oh yeah, you do. You see the cheese, the cheese roll. They do this thing in um, in a place in England called Cheddar. <laughs> yeah, um, and they they roll. I think they roll down a a big roll of cheese down a down a hill. Seems a bit weird though, doesn't it? That's a bit like getting a corv. And just hitting your family around the head with it. Or wearing it as a, uh, you know, the big failure corv. Maybe wearing it as a travel pillow. Surely someone's done that, haven't they? Big, long flight. And you just put the corv around your neck. Be quite nice, actually, if it was cool. And maybe the plane got too warm. I always find that with planes. They always get really hot, don't they? To the point where you're nearly asleep. And then they do that kind of... And uh, you don't know what's going on. And then you wake up out of this kind of sleepy stupor. You know, like... Um, you got a bit of like, drool. Like dribble. I don't know what the Swedish word is. Drabble. Um, down your chin. And you're like... Oh, Ivan! Like that. Um, I don't really, with the kids and that, um, they sometimes, you know, wake up during the night with, with nightmares, you know, often because, you know, I'm there in a mask going, Halloween game early. No, I'd never do that. Um, 
they um, they often wake up, but um, and they scream out weird stuff, you know, like um, socks and bags, socks, pins, and bags. It's almost like they've got a little list of stuff. Um, and that's another thing I don't like to listen to is people talking about their dreams. So that's not, uh, you know, the dream thing. Oh, my God. Um, so I, uh, I'm i in London. I'm doing a show. This will come out Thursday, so I'm doing it today. It's uh, sold out, uh, which is fun, which is kind of cool. Um, it's been kind of pretty funky, pretty funky. All right, dude. Um, yeah, it's been pretty funky. Um, I'm going to stay with it. I know you're thinking, you're, you know, you're sitting at the moment, aren't you? Are you sitting? I don't know. Um, maybe you're running. That'd be, I don't know. If, is this the podcast to listen to when you run? I don't know. If it is, and if you're running at the moment, just keep going. Never give up. Never grow up, actually. I don't see the point in growing up. I think... Um, I mean, obviously, grow up, you know, start using the toilet properly, using manners, being a nice person, but you don't have to um, be a serious dick, you know? I think there's too many serious dicks. Um, I think what we need to do is just continue that joy that you have in life. I know we've, we've started this heavy, I know that, I'm, I'm fully aware that this isn't, um, but I want it to be inspiring as well. That's the reason I do this podcast, just to speak to someone, you know. I'm a very, very lonely man, um, and uh, I have friends, but I prefer my friends to be miles away listening to me in headphones, sitting there on the bus, doing a little chuckle, <laughs> that kind of laugh. I actually got that the other day from somebody. Somebody said the podcast makes them laugh, and it's quite hard laughing on the bus. Fair play. I do like the bus. I, um, I'm, I, I'm not, I've never been a big taxi fan, you know, as form of transport. I always feel it's a bit of a rip-off and always get in arguments, especially in New York. But um, big bus fan. Big bus fan. Although not a big fan of the bus toilet. Um... A lot of Swedish buses, not the local ones, obviously. I mean, that'd be a bit weird if it was just going for 15 minutes and someone decided to have a bice down the back um, in 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 this toilet, obviously, not just there. Um, but I, um, I I do think it's kind of weird with the um, with the toilets on the long the the long long drives, you know, because you you basically you have to be a hobbit with wet weather gear on to come out dry you know um i think there's those those signs that like sit down and do your business don't try and you know it's basically you know like when you're for for a man anyway i can only speak for a man at this stage because you know i haven't um yet thought about any kind of change for myself um, more, more change for my family, really, if I decide. Yeah, it's a bit like you, you're standing there and then a hose just goes on, you know, the hose for the garden, and you're just like, and, and, the, and the bus. It, it seems 
you know, the time when you go in there that the bus kind of, you know, cuts shaking. So that that's that's why I'm, you know, not a, a massive fan of the toilet on the bus. Um, weird things have happened uh, transport-wise this week. I... Um, I noticed that the, an SAS flight from Stockholm to New York, I think, or Chicago, um, had a, an emergency landing um, because a coffee machine started smoking. And, you know, the Swedes... And I actually do a joke about um, when I went to Hualeftio. You know that place? Hualeftio. Um, and we hit some turbulence, and then they did the announcement in Swedish, like, no, no, no. And then they changed to English saying, we don't, we can't serve coffee on this flight due to the high winds. That's one of my jokes. And it kind of, sort of, came true. That's a weird thing, isn't it, in life? And I think, I think now, I think that's the best kind of comedy, you know? That stand-up comedy that makes you go, shit, yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah, that's happened to me. Um... You don't have to do it in that voice, but it does help if you've got that voice in your head. And if you're listening on headphones, you have got that voice in your head. Be aware the person opposite you is looking at you. Um, so I, um, and then I did the flight over. I went, I flew from Arlanda to uh, London Heathrow. And that was a, a very, very calm, cool flight. Everything going well. Then we got into some traffic, which I find very bizarre when the pilot says we've hit some traffic um, in the in the London area. It feels like we're you know behind another plane going beep beep beep, or you know like uh, air rage kind of thing, you know. Um, and what they did was um, we we circled like like a seagull over a hamburger bun, and uh, we waited and we waited. And then he said, oh, we're okay. There's no winds. It's a nice, calm day. So we'll be landing in, you know, 10 minutes. Dio Manuta! So we start, he he, push, he takes it out of um, reverse, and then we're off. And then we just hit the wind, hit some kind of bumps. That kind of bump, you know that air bump where the plane just kind of goes, and you kind of drop. You feel like you're dropping you know, like it's a James Bond movie and you've jumped out with a with a pillowcase to save you. Um, jumped down um, and everyone kind of went, ooh, very Swedish, kind of, ooh, nay, like that. And there was a woman next to me and it was one of those classic, let's call it a classic Swedish journey, shall we, where we hadn't spoken at all to each other. But while we're getting ready to land... There was a moment when we started chatting. You know that Swedish, you haven't spoken to someone for the six-hour journey, and then in the last three minutes you go, ooh, ooh. And she did the question, which I thought was always awesome on a plane. She asked me, where are you going? And I felt like saying, well, isn't this is, this is the Jamaica flight, isn't it? Um, but, you know, rather than being a super dick, I decided to go with the probably... The same place as you, <laughs> which came out even worse and made me look uh, even more stupid. But I'd only had like maybe a minute, two minutes of talking with her, chatting with her, 
and then we hit some we hit the plane really kind of dipped then it all came to me and I realized that this lady didn't like flying she wasn't a flan flan she wasn't a flan not a flan she wasn't a, a what is a flan a flan is a cake isn't it it's a flan yeah she wasn't a cake so she wasn't a fan of flying try saying that when you've had two zambukas are you a fan of fly flan flanny flying are you flanny flying are you fanny fly are you flying the fanny 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 that's not funny flanny fanny fan um and she got quite scared there was a moment there where i was just going to hold her hand but i didn't i don't have any regrets because the plane kind of kind of stopped shaking and everyone say but i just thought maybe that might be a bit weird i saw her hand and she was like properly like whoa this is scaring me like closed her eyes and i thought wouldn't it be nice if i just held her hand and then i thought you know you don't want to be arrested with the police waiting for you um through charges of you know some kind of hand assault so I decided against it, and then we landed, and uh, and then I walked around the, the the town of London. It's a cool place. I couldn't live here. Really can't live here. I really, really do love Sweden. I love the the size of Sverige is great, and um, but London is just it is chaos. You know, I know there's a there's a lot of people that live in. Like uh, knee sherping or nor sherping or yon sherping or sherping sherping, who say, you know, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't live in that damn Stockholm. I couldn't live there. It's crazy. Um, and I, I, I get that. I get that with London. You know, um, I just, it's just too, it's too full on. You know, people falling over, taking like ten seconds to pick people up. You know. Um, it's too full on and people are always on a little mission they're always I gotta get there gotta get there oof, oof, oof. you know um, just chill out you know that's what I've sort of been thinking about this whole week you know um, I started the tour again um, had two really really fun shows I did um, a show in Jon Sherping which is which is always great you know always fun um, last time I was there I asked the question of um, what's the best thing to do in uh, Jan Sherping and someone wrote um, Linda and it was written by her new boyfriend called Richard and I say new boyfriend, probably former boyfriend, let's be honest, you don't bring that out in public but we did talk about the um, uh, the new traffic situation they have there if if you get a chance... Um, Google Molendral, I think it's called, or Roland Mal, uh, Jan Sherping new uh, road system. It costs 22 million kroner. It is the most confusing road situation I've... Uh, I mean, basically, what happened was one of the councillors came back from Amsterdam and said, look at this, I've smoked this and the world looks a bit different try it and they all went and then they went you know what we should do let's make a 22 million road that freaks everyone out like buses go through the middle we can have naked hobbits dancing and everybody was like 
yeah man let's do it um and they've done it and and it's it's just the funniest thing ever it's just so crazy and i think it was because that the bus could save 14 seconds or something like that 14 seconds um and they've done all this change so it's absolutely mad um also popped into the matchstick museum that was fun uh although shut um someone had put out the flame or something which is one of my favorite ever songs this will surprise you here's a Here's an exclusive as I drink a bit of water in a in a way that doesn't look unprofessional or sound. Oh, I went a bit slurpy. Didn't mean to. Um, yeah, basically, um, Eternal Flame by the Bangles, you know. What a tune. What a beautiful song that is. I mean, I think we all try to be cool, don't we, with our music. You know, we all try to, you know, tell you, yeah, I mean, I liked... You know, a band can have an album out and you're like, no, I liked it when I heard them on karaoke. You know, that's when I heard them. You know, I was I, I was really into them early on. I was, I was into them before they were a band. Um, they, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't like their latest stuff. And we always try and do that. But then secretly, we've always got a favourite Taylor Swift song, haven't we? We've always got a favourite, um, uh, you know, like... I'd say ABBA, but we've all got pop songs that we like, you know, but we probably, we don't bring them out, you know, um, even like karaoke. Um, I've never done karaoke. Um, I don't know if you can hear that, but the house where I'm staying is next to uh, some kind of nursery school. So now the kids are being led out. Of course they are. It's um, it's the afternoon, so of of course. And, and, and... I put signs up everywhere saying Fifan the Our Picture podcast is being recorded. Have some respect, bitches. Um, yo, 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 listen to me now. It is me. Um, but no, nothing. Didn't even listen. Buddy kids. Um, so yeah, so we've all got that secret kind of... And the karaoke thing, I've never, never done it. I've, I've always wanted to do it. But um, I've, I've got no fear of getting up on stage. Uh, um, ah, you know what? I say that, I do have a fear, um, you know, I get nervous all the time, there's that moment just before you go on where you, you know, you know, you think, what the hell am I doing, but karaoke, it just, I mean, I just sound like an elk taking a bite on a big high mountain with fog around it, so I don't, I don't sing, so that's the reason. Um, and then I was in Karlstad the night before. I don't know why I haven't spoken Karlstad, then Jan Sherping, but... Oh, yeah, uh, sorry, Jan Sherping, after the show, someone tied chocolate muffins um, to the windscreen. We've got a tour car this year, and they've tied... Um, they tied muffins onto the windscreen, you know. I mean, I don't know what I wanted from comedy, but I'm not sure... The 15 minutes wasted of my life trying to cut those muffins off the windscreen wipers is is what I wanted, you know? I thought maybe it might be, you know, um, speedboats, cigars, sunburn. I've always got sunburn, so I can't get away with that. But no, 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 no. Hard as fuck muffins. That's what I got. Um, And that was the name of my um, first punk band. Hard as fuck muffins. 
Um, yeah. So I and and the the lady who supplied them, which I say thank you to, um, she said, "How were they?" And uh, I said they were nice, but I didn't really try them, only because I kind of feel at my age I need my teeth, you know. And if I was to consume them and they were stuck in my stomach like a, a brick in, 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 in mud, I would, um, I'd probably have a lot of problems um, getting rid of that. I'd have to go on a toilet on a bus just to shake it up. I think, um, I also think that the, um, it would be like, you know, when they, they do the drug thing, don't they? they? When they're smuggling drugs, they, um, they often, what do they do? They often swallow stuff and then the police have to wait around until they comes out. What a job that must be. If, if you learn anything from this podcast, don't smuggle, you know, just don't, don't do it. Uh, not because of you, but think about those poor people with families who have to wait around for you to pop it out. The unwanted birth is what we'll call that. The birth of a... Yeah. So that happened, um, and Karlstad was a lot of fun. So um, now I'm in London. Now I'm going to do the London um, uh, um, thing. And the amazing thing here is uh, Christmas celebrations everywhere. Like, totally. Just kind of people... Um, I mean, we're, we're, we're still in October. Don't forget that, kids. Um, but I thought it was like Halloween was the big one. Halloween's a weird one. Um, I don't think... I'm, I'm going to be controversial here. I don't think Sfaria has totally embraced... I mean, not even called Sweden. Let's Let's call it outside of America. I'm not that sure that other countries have totally embraced it. You know, in in the in the American sense of it, Halloween, it always feels a bit, a bit weird, um, and. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And it can always be strange as well because not a lot of older Swedish people are really used to this Halloween nonsense so when they have these, you know, I mean, you know, you've got to remember, if you if you're getting on in life, the less surprises, the less freakiness, the less weird things on a Thursday or Monday night, 
the better. You know, you've had you've had your life. You know, you've still got your life. But you don't need these two little hobbits dressed as, you know, Freddy Krueger and, and, and Monsters Inc. with one eye knocking on your door. That could kill you. And then when you go down and you collapse, I mean, the children, they're too young. They don't know. They just want goodies. That's what they're surviving on. So um, that can make it really, really awkward. So um, here's another tip. Don't smuggle. And children, don't kill old people by wearing stupid Halloween costumes. But Halloween's the big one. Uh, My son, uh, Little Goobin, loves Halloween. Absolutely loves it to the point of getting scared. If he uh, gets frightened, um, it's game over, basically. You know, he's, he's, he's the kind of kid that everyone puts their hand in the water and then they put a fish in there and he gets bit and he's like, ah, you know, um, which is a ridiculous way to explain that he gets a little bit scared of things. Um, so, uh, so yeah, he, he, he loves it. He loves, you know, he does the whole Halloween, you know, we do the pumpkin, the pumpkin always, the little bumper, um, it always, um, looks so good, doesn't it? But, um, for me, I've made it with like three eyes. Um, I've made it scarier than it should be. And it also stinks, doesn't it? I don't know if you've, um, I don't know. I, I, it, it does, it does reek slightly of, of pumper, which it should cause it's a pumper, but it rots, you know, the rotting, the rotting smell of pumper. So, um, yeah, Christmas, ah, Christmas, that's what I was talking about. Bloody hell. The thing is, with this podcast, is there's nobody in the room with me. There's nobody going, mate, carry on, talk about Christmas. So, I really hope, I mean, you are, people are listening to this. Please share this podcast. Please. I'm really proud of it. And I think the more people listen, the more people will realise that it's not good to have someone talking to themselves. You need friends. No, I, um, I I look at you as friends. Like, you know, I'm talking to you now, and I know you're there, and you know I'm here. <laughs> Amazing technology. So, yeah, Christmas. Um, it's all about Christmas here. We're, like, th- three months out, but, you know, loads of streets, Santa Claus, and even, even social media, Facebook, are like... Um, plan now for the festive period, you know, and I don't want to sound old, maybe I am sounding old, but I really don't give a shit about Christmas until about two weeks beforehand, I've never, I've never, New Zealand's very different with Christmas as well, you do have this, um, um, you know the the beautiful thing is like the the white snow santa tomten um little tomten and uh and and it's it's beautiful and all that you know with snow and it's cold in new zealand uh because of the i'd probably say the european kind of influence we have christmas obviously at the same time in december um and it's hot hot as shit so it's our summer so it can get a little bit um 
ridiculous because you sit there um, when you really should be at the beach, but you sit there and I mean, New Zealand's getting better. We're kind of we've we've you know we've gone for the barbecue, the grill, but for a while there we had just these roast dinners, and we would dress up really smartly for Christmas, and we would sit there and we would just melt because it was too hot, you know. So um, so yeah, we decided that we would change it all, um, and so Christmas for me is just another day, just another day away from the beach. Um, but, uh, it is very different, you know, especially the 24th as well, that the Swedes, uh, celebrate the day before I normally celebrate. And in New Zealand, it's the 25th morning, but the Swedes celebrate the 24th and you give the gifts away in the evening. You people, those poor children, they know the story. They know Tompton's arrived. They know the gifts. The gifts are in the house. And you still make them wait. I think it it gets them used to queuing. That's the kind of Swedish attitude, I think. Um, That um, they can wait. Because you love a wait. Actually, you accept a wait. You accept that delay. You know, look at the train service. Look at if you're waiting for the food, and at the end, people just go, huh. So, um, yeah. I, um, Merry Christmas. Merry bloody Christmas. And I just wish I'd held that woman's hand like we all do. Um, so I've got two questions. Um, one from Lena in Helsingborg, um, and she has said to me, do you exaggerate any of your stories? Um, no, as I'm talking to five million people. Um, no, I don't. I don't exaggerate. I don't think I. Um, uh, I, I think what happens is you 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 get an idea. It's weird. I, do you know what? I, I possibly exaggerate a story or an idea on stage. I, I still keep the truth. So the thing has to have happened. I don't. I don't. In in my big stories, I don't make them up. You know. Um, so um, so when I do a bit of stand up, you, you you just think of different situations, and uh, I like the idea of um, telling a story. And putting the, the the almost the pictures the 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 images in people's heads, you know. So the exaggeration, the the form of exaggeration that you've got to be careful with is you with comedy you can't be like. So I, I was in this restaurant the other day and a giraffe walked in because people are like, well that's bullshit unless you're at Cole Morden, mate. Um, so I I kind of I think comedy is um is an exaggerated form of what i um of what i am really um i you know i and and it's very difficult comedy when you finish a gig because the adrenaline and the bloody muffins that are on the windscreen the adrenaline's quite freaky because it's it's that bungee jump it's that thrill it's the greatest thing i've ever done and then it's finished. So you're like, Ugh. 
So you, you've you've kind of got to be careful, you know, um, uh, afterwards, you know, because that's when silly things happen. So I, um, I I don't I don't exaggerate to a, to a massive lie. I just try and make it funny. I struggle socially. Um, like I, I can go to a party and I feel that the people think I should be funny. Okay. So they think, um, you know, when I walk in, um, that, that that's the comedian, even, even if I'm just around there for dinner, you know, it's, it's, it's a weird one because it's not like if you're a doctor and you go to a party, people don't expect you to check their ankles or, 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 you know, check their breathing. I suppose they, I wonder if they do not, 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 not. I wonder if they get asked a lot, you know, I'm sure dentists get asked about their teeth or, uh, like, you know, like gardeners, like, what's a good time to put roses down maybe they get those kind of questions so maybe maybe i don't know what i'm talking about there maybe people who i mean electricians um actually at the jan sherpin gig there was a color blind paint expert how brilliant is that it's amazing a color blind painting expert i mean that's why there's so many like purple houses around the Yon Sherping area because people thought they were painting that you know blue or something blue why would you paint your house blue um so yeah Lena I do exaggerate the stories um and uh I um I I try to be as much as myself as possible you know um and I think you have to have confidence to do comedy or else you'd never get up there. So like you'd have to be like put in a headlock and or maybe tied up like Hannibal Lecter and brought out, take the mask off and people would run away, you know. Um, and then you'd do the comedy, you know, you'd be terrified. Um, so you do have to have some form of confidence, but um, uh, and and that's quite weird. Is because I, you know, you have that form of confidence, but I don't know how. I, I never know how it's going to go because my my style of comedy tends to be kind of improvising, you know. So I, I'm never quite sure. I mean, even this podcast, you must realize by now that there is no system or method to this podcast i just turn the button on and i talk and i want to entertain you i want to make you laugh i want to be in your headphones i want to be in your ears um so that's where i come from and this is why i've set this podcast up to just chat just to do it you know and who knows what could happen i don't know what can happen um and then the final question is from victor in Lynn Sherping, Lynn Sherping, it says Long Sherping, Long Sherping, it's from Long Sherping, which is Sherping, like Sherping, that's a child that you might hear in the background, who I haven't heard at all, but um, seems to be crying quite big, what, oh, it'll be fun, what's the least thing about your life, 
What's the thing you least like about your life? What's the thing you least like about life? Um, that I don't relax sometimes. That I don't... Um, I realise how what an amazing job I have and what fun and what, what the world is. That, that I've got no problem with that at all. Um, but um, some days I... I worry too much, I think. I think that's the least thing I like about my life, you know. And strange children shouting outside the room in which I'm recording this podcast. That's the least. Um, I don't know. I, I, don't, get, I don't get too angry. I, I can, I, it can be very Swedish. I, I mean, Swedes, anger can be quite suppressed. So I can be in a situation, I can't just walk away, you know. And I, maybe that's the best thing to do. I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. And, um, you know, there are people, there was all that thing at school, wasn't there, where they were, you, you know, if you couldn't fight, you had to make them laugh. Um, I'm not quite sure about that one. But um, I'm, not, I'm not a fighter at all. So um, <laughs> I, um, maybe that is the least thing. Maybe I, I wish I could stand up for myself in situations, you know, um, if I see something, it actually happened the other day. Yeah, it's, um, what happened was we were walking along, um, my, me and my lovely wife and my wonderful kids, and uh, and then this kid came through and was like crying, and there was like a five or six gang kind of, you know, like the youth, you know. Um, if you don't wear a hoodie, you ain't my hoodie. Um, and it was... Um, it was kind of quite tense and my wife gets involved, you know, she's like, um, you know, stop and, uh, what's happening here? What can we do? And I'm very much of the world of just keep on walking. Um, don't get involved. Let them sort it out. They're teenagers. This is what they do. Um, but, uh, apparently what he, what he got really angry, the kid, um, and then we found out later on he he was going to go home and and get some a hammer and come back or something like that. <laughs> um, not MC Hammer, I don't know. But um, anyway, it didn't happen. Nothing, nothing, you know. I didn't read in the internet. Children hit by hammers. Um, so it was um, just a little, you know. When you're that age, your 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 emotions are ridiculous. You know. That's why I think. Actually, I've never been really good at is um, with the girls. You know, the um, Al picture was not. I mean, I was just emotionally as a teenager. I was just uh, an absolute disaster. You know, I used to ring up girls in different voices and pretend to. Uh, I was. T- I mean, it sounds creepy, doesn't it? But it wasn't. It was me making sure that I didn't get caught out. That was the thing that I didn't embarrass myself. So, um, so yeah, and, uh, and, 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 ah, uh, it was ridiculous. I met this girl once at a party and I, I really, really liked her. I'm not even going to say her name because it'll bring up the memories. And, um, and I don't know why, but just at this party, she just started kissing me. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do. And I was up against the wall and she was kissing me and it was like the greatest moment ever. But then the next day when I rang, she going, oh, no, I was just, I was just trying to, you know, kind of not turn you off, but I was 
just trying to tell you that ah, it won't work. What a ridiculous way to do it. By kissing me, giving me hope. That's like putting some a bit of cheese for a mouse to pick up. Isn't it? Ridiculous. Ah, oh, even to this day, I feel sorry for my little self. That day, that night, those weeks after, I was broken. And, 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 and like relationship-wise and everything like that, Picture's not good at that. Um, breaking up with girls and stuff like that, not good. That's why I've got the most amazing wife now. She's just the best. So if you find that that love, you know, just hang on to it. Even if it's like a a bull on ecstasy, just hang on to those horns and you know. I mean, what I'm saying is you're riding the bull. Don't just hold on to the horns. Um, you're riding the bull, and sometimes you'll try and get you know, uh, flicked off. I don't know if that's the right word. Um, don't get flicked off Oof. or try and get flicked off. I don't know what, whatever you like. Um, and, uh, that's why it's great. So I, yeah. So, so growing up as a teenager, I was a, I was a real, real mess. Um, I just couldn't talk to girls and girls just want you to talk to them. Just be nice. But, um, yeah, I was an idiot. So um, that's that. I think I've covered that. There's the least thing about me that I like. And another thing is not explaining myself that well um, in 10 minutes. Um, so this week I'm in London. Um, it's sold out tonight um, in in Leicester Square. So that's cool. Um, and then Friday I'm going to Knee Sherping. That's October the 16th, is it? Yeah, October the 16th. And that starts at 1900. Uh, most of the shows start at 1930. Knee Sherping starts at 1900. So if you know anybody in Knee Sherping, or you're in Knee Sherping, or you're near Knee Sherping, um, spread the word, spread the word. And then Saturday, one of my favourite places to do comedy, Yavla, um, who have got a brilliant comedy club up there called Gusta. If you're ever about on a Wednesday, um, they have a brilliant lineup all the time. It's one of the best, and it's it's quite difficult to get in. So get there early and um, um, and come and watch because I think that's one of the premium um, Swedish comedy clubs. Um, so I'll go back to Yavla. Go to the Yavla Theatre. Very very close to being sold out. Um, and uh, one time. There was one ticket left at a venue, and for a week, no one bought it. So I bought it myself. Showbiz secret. Cost me 300 kroner. But should I have said that? Yeah, I said that. Yeah, and then another time, I booked uh, Gluben, and we sold 50 tickets, and I bought the rest of them, and lost my family and my house. Um, yeah, but Yavla was really good fun last time I was there. Um, if you are coming back to the show, there's like maybe 20 to 25% of it is new. Um, again, the improvising, the messing around is going to be fun. So you're still going to get that. Um, but Yavla, I was there near Christmas. So I was there in September and I was there in December. It was Lucia. Yes, it was Lucia. That's right. And we did... Uh, I did a Lucia and I, I brought a candle on 
and everyone was singing and then I just blew the candle out and I'll be honest with you it was a slight anticlimax I think they expected a bit more but all we did was make my dream come true that I could play Lucia so there we go um, I really hope you've enjoyed this this is episode 5 of Fifan the Owl Pitcher podcast if you have any any feedback any questions I know there was a question about um, when in Rome someone asked me that about when in Rome do you do what Rome do um, I'll answer that in the next podcast because I, I want to get the person who asked me not going not to get the person when in Rome hunt down the person um, although I did watch Gladiator the other day what a film that is eh Watch the uh, extended version. My name is Maximus. Um, yeah, so uh, um, thank you so, so much. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, go to www.alpitcher.se. Um, buy your tickets. Come to the show. My name is Maximus. Um, and um, father of a murdered son, husband of a murdered wife. Um, thank you so much for listening. I hope this has made you laugh. I hope this has made you think that life is absolutely good. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.